There we go. Okay. You kind of hear that now? Yes. Sweet. All right. We're ready to roll. So let's just start. I was thinking about this. Let's just start with how we know each other. Okay. Um, how do okay. You want to this takes it? me way back to like <laughs> second grade or well, I was definitely friends with Paige in like what, kindergarten, first grade, second grade, and I would be over here. Yeah, and that's I would so see funny. you like I would just like see you like crossing the hall and going into your room. I was like, Oh Casey, I'm scared of her. Like I don't wanna talk <laughs> like she's so much older, I can't talk to her. Oh my god. Which is so funny too, because I'm literally like I was like one grade above you guys. Yeah. Like yeah. Literally. And I was nothing. like, oh my God, she's so old. Like she probably thinks I'm such a freak. Like, yeah. Oh my God. That's so funny to me too. And like thinking back, I there's so many people that I just like know of from elementary school and stuff, but then like after that, like lost touch or just like weren't as close or anything. So it's so it's so cool to me when like you can reconnect after like all that time. Like we literally just had like a mutual friend who was like, You guys would like each other. But let's a lot. go on a walk. We're like, okay. Sounds twist good. Arm. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And it was literally perfect. And like we knew I feel like we just like when you click with someone sometimes it Aww. just like goes right away. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Hopefully you feel that too. It's and I'm like, no, me. I hate you. No yeah, you're like, actually I don't Actually I'm forced to be here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right though. So we'll just kind of start. I like to start from the beginning so we kind of get an idea of what your early life looks like so kind of how would you describe kind of like your childhood and stuff what was growing up like for you I definitely had the ideal like perfect cookie cutter house Los Gatos childhood and I definitely grew up under an umbrella like super naive I was like oh nothing bad's ever gonna happen to me and I actually did my freshman statement on this in Ms. Ham's class I was like wow my life is so perfect like I've never like no one I've known has died like everyone is happy mm-hmm. and then freshman year hit and my life has changed completely like messy divorce moving lawsuits no money police all that stuff Damn. so but I think it made me a much better person I like who mm-hmm. I am now a lot better for sure no it's definitely one of those things where like you go through shit and when you come out on the other side of it you're just a completely different person and like 99% of the time for the better. But it's like, yeah, when you're in it though, that stuff sucks. Mm -hmm. So like, I feel, yeah, just, and when everything hits you all at once, like freshman year. So that was kind of the year that shit went down for you. Yeah. Yeah. Freshman, yeah. Freshman, sophomore year. Yeah. Damn. So what kind of happened that kind of started the, the shit storm, if you will? Oh God. Um, let's see. Well, first it was just like the normal divorce, like parents fighting, all this stuff. And then as things unfold, we realize, I don't even know if I should be saying this, but here we go. Um, Like basically just all this crazy stuff with my dad. Um, Like he isn't who we think he is. Police are getting involved, like stalking me, um, taking all of our money. We had to move. We couldn't stay in our house. It just like basically wasn't safe for us to be anywhere. And at school, I would have to have security on me at all time. I would like have to call um, LGPD and be like, hi, my dad's outside of school. Like, you need to come. You need to protect me. And it was just not even, like, looking back on it, it doesn't feel like much because it kind of numbed all the feeling. But I had so much anxiety. Like, it just ruined. That's why it all feels like a blur. Like, I look back on high school, I'm like, I don't even remember it because the whole time I was just, like, shaking and, like, anxious, you know? I can't even imagine that. (laughs) So so how did that kind of, like, unfold with your dad where you're, you know – I'm sure he went from kind of, you know, father figure involved in your life, all this stuff to slowly becoming someone that you're like afraid of. How did that happen? I don't even, I think it was just one thing after another that like, it was all manipulation is what I realized. Like, and now I see my friends going through similar situations with their boyfriends and their parents where they're being Mm -hmm. manipulated. I'm like, get out of this right now. It's going to destroy you. 
but it's basically like I love you and if you love me you'll do x y and z for me or else I'm cutting you off like f you you're not my daughter or like you never loved me if you're doing this stuff and it's basically just straight up manipulation I started like actually realize that over time and I was like wow this is so toxic like I'm not going to pin my mom against you I'm not going to bend over backwards when I see and he would just like lie to my face about certain things he'd be like oh, can I borrow your phone for a business call? And I'd see like 20 spam calls to my mom saying like, F you, you're never seeing the kids again. Like I'm taking oh them and gosh. running away. So I think over time, <laughs> definitely started to realize like, oh, he's probably a little bit crazy. Probably should disassociate from him. You know, especially if he's doing that to everyone surrounding our family too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is so horrible. Like my friend's parents would get involved. He would come after like everyone that was close to me and it got to the point where I was like I don't even want to be friends with you I feel so bad because if you post a picture with me like your parents he will be up in their business like wow trying to get my info information so I can't even imagine how like scary that is of it's, like yeah your own dad kind of like becoming someone that you're just like afraid horrified of. of yeah it's a lot it's a lot <laughs> wow so do you remember like are there any instances that you remember of him like you know, like explicitly like stalking you or like showing up somewhere where you, there was like an altercation or you had to like call the police right away or something like that? Oh my gosh. Are there? There's so many. Oh one happened, gosh. one actually happened a week and a half ago. My sister and her roommate were at Whole Foods and he comes up, he sees them and um, my sister goes to her friend. I'm, I'm trying not to say names right now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Um, she was like, okay, I see my dad just continue shopping we're gonna leave the store all this stuff and then he comes up to him and goes if you scream I'll break both of your legs right now and I will like bend you over and spank you and then my sister screams as loud as she can calls the police and they take him outside and he's screaming she has mental disabilities remember this she's mentally ill she's a psychotic child she's troubled take her away to an insane an insane asylum insane asylum you got it there we go right now and just a pathological lie about everything like that like and the police would question my sister and just they discredited everything she said they were like oh it's your dad why are you scared of him and she's like because he came up to me and told me he would break both of my legs if i screamed like stuff like that wow i can't even like i feel like i'm like speechless here like i just can't even it's like i'm laughing because this is like so funny to me now i'm like wow like yeah i'm very numb to this yeah no, I mean, like, that's definitely, like, a coping mechanism, too. Yeah. Like, I've definitely done that before with, like, shit bef- in my life where it's just, like, I, it's too heavy to even, like, really process it that you just have to, like, laugh about it or, like, mm-hmm. find some other way to deal with it because it's just so much. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Oh my gosh. So, like, did your – how was your mom kind of, like, in all of this, too? Like, how was their, you know, back and forth dynamic? With – between my mom and my dad? Yeah. It's just been going on for so – long I think it just kind of killed her honestly like the attorney's fees just like staying up and then it got to a point where we couldn't like this is he's dragged it on for so long it got to a point where oh like I can't afford an attorney anymore gotta be my own attorney but she like it did really destroy her she's bouncing back great Mm -hmm. she's doing so good in her career I'm so proud of her but like at the beginning it was manipulation and she was like maybe I'll get back together with him if it's just gonna keep on getting worse if you're gonna threaten me maybe like it is for the better but I think when things did not get better, it just kept on progressively getting crazier. She's like, okay, I got to cut the ties with you. And that's when stuff hit the fan. 
and it totally broke her but she's just like really coming back from it stronger and mm-hmm. she's i think she realized too just like i did like we have to just cut all ties yeah if we want to be if we want to get out of this we got to cut all ties right it's like at the end of the day you have to do what's best for you yeah guys. exactly exactly that's incredible though that your mom <laughs> like you guys are seriously such a strong ass family thank you like that's insane like girl power <laughs> yeah exactly did you like what were you kind of feeling at the time and stuff and i know it's i'm sure it's kind of locked away somewhere mm-hmm. and kind of detached from like you now <laughs> yeah like that's definitely how i feel about certain things where i'm like it, it almost feels like it happened to a different person yeah like what do you remember though anything that you were kind of like feeling during that time and how you kind of dealt with it i was definitely stuck in the middle i was always the favorite baby child <laughs> for sure because my sister was just she's like nope i'm out like she had it much worse than i did my her experiences with my dad he would definitely come for her but i was kind of more submissive and i was like oh maybe i would always give him chances like oh you called the cops on us and said my mom was kidnapping us but like i think you mean well or like oh you took all of our money but you know what like i'll give you another shot and in my head it was horrible it was like the cycle that maybe i will give you another chance and every time he like proves me wrong and i think it was just really hard for me to cope with that and even now, like, even today, I'm like, oh, maybe in 10 years. And then I hear something else he does. I'm like, no, like, I hate you. Yeah. I mean, that's got to be so hard, though, because it's like, I feel like that just speaks more to, like, who you are as a person and you wanting to be forgiving mm-hmm. and you wanting to give someone a second chance and then them just, like, every time kind of disappointing and falling, yeah. you know, yeah, you're, violating yeah. your trust, basically. Did you tell like any of your friends what was happening at the time? Like, did your teachers know? Like, who kind of knew what what was happening? Everyone, everyone definitely knew because it got to a point where everyone was involved in some way. Mm. You know, like I would either stay at someone's house for a week, or he was coming after my friend, my best friend's mom, for just random stuff, like filing lawsuits against them. So everyone definitely knew. Everyone was very supportive too, and everyone was like, "If you need a place to stay." I got you. If you need a father figure, I got you. It was great. It was awesome. I think this happening to me did really make me realize what an awesome community I have too. Mm. Wascatus is great. Like, it's just great. Mm-hmm. Everyone's your parent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For all the shit I talk about Los Gatos, there definitely are things that, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like I definitely shit on it a lot. No, me too. But... doesn't though. Everyone's like, I can't wait to move. And then everyone like cries for 10 years. Exactly. When they leave. It's like, yeah, it's like that bittersweet thing where you, you know, I feel like it's, it's, fucked up in a lot of ways mm-hmm. but at the same time it's like when they when you really need people they they show they're up. there they're yeah. definitely there even if there's drama yeah there's always lg drama did you ever like yeah did your teachers like know about things anyone at the school like were they kind of on the lookout too yeah um well, I mean, like on wildcat days like they had to be once again because we would just show up on campus mm-hmm. and we would get all the um teachers involved basically they had to be made aware because he would, oh my God, there was this one instance where I had this physics teacher and we were a couple hundred dollars short of going on a field trip. And he was like, I don't know how he found out about it, but he was like, I'll pay the difference if you get to talk to me. Like he would get my teachers involved in that way. So oh I had to, God. I had to like on the first day of school, go up to all my teachers and be like, yo, this is what's going on. Please do not make contact, avoid all contact. Wow. Yeah. Miss Jolette was super helpful though. Love her. She was That's awesome. That's great. <laughs> Goodness gracious. I can't even imagine this. Like did... How did it affect, like, just, like, your mental health and stuff in general? And just, like, I, like, I feel like it would be hard to kind of go on with, like, normal life. Like, doing schoolwork, just, like, hanging out with friends when that's kind of 
at like the forefront of everything that's happening. So I don't know. Did you feel like it was hard to kind of stay up to date with like school stuff and all that? Yeah, that's what actually really screwed me looking back. Uh, filling up my college apps mm. <laughs> so hard looking on sophomore year I'm like wow I really took the L like my mental health was not great but I mean completely understandable yeah, though. <laughs> yeah. like completely but, um that's honestly the part of high school that I don't really I kind of just like disassociated with I kind of blocked it out like I know I just remember being so anxious all the time mm-hmm. like if I ate have you ever gotten super anxious where like if you eat your stomach hurts and you're like mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw up because yep. I'm just shaking um yeah I was just that or like every time I would see a white car drive by I would just freeze or if my phone would buzz I would freeze or just like all of those little things I was so anxious the whole time but I don't really remember it yeah you know what I mean like I remember all the good memories that come that came with high school but I don't like I remember the good times but I don't remember the overall feeling of like Mm -hmm. just being so anxious all the time yeah I mean I I know I keep saying this but I'm just like I can't even imagine like it's just it's so much for anyone to deal with like let alone a high schooler you know (laughs) and like were you and your sister I don't know did it did it affect your relationship at all did it make it better and make it worse it made it so much better it made it so much better we're so tight now and it was and also she was leaving for college the next year so we would spend every second together and we were always it was awesome like we had such a great support system just with each other and looking out for and she really did become my mom really driving me around to cheer practice and just like picking me up from places she was so protective and she really did like she took the brunt of the abuse I guess from all Mm -hmm. of this and she just like did not let it show once she's so strong and she would just like take care of me the whole time but that's amazing sisters do I know I'm like like, myself I'm like what can I say (laughs) I'm pretty great that's that's dope though at least that you know you guys got closer because of it and Mm -hmm. it didn't cause any like divide or anything yeah yeah I mean my sister and mom now are just so tight which is great it's awesome yeah that is so in terms of like you know kind of what the rest of high school was sort of looking like for you did you feel like you had good like friend relationships and stuff did you feel like I don't know did you feel just like secure in yourself or were there things that you were insecure about or just like generally got anxious about other than that I felt I definitely had a good core group of like Mm -hmm. three or four girls. They were always there for me. But also I was just dealing with so many emotions that in my head I was like, I really don't. If I can cut my dad out of my life, nobody's safe. (laughs) I'm like, I just stopped. And even now I have such a problem with making new friends and getting attached to people Mm -hmm. because I just feel like, okay, like if you do me dirty, I'm going to cut you out of my life so quick because I've done it before. Like the only two people in my life that I wouldn't do that to her, my mom, my sister. I say that so much, and it sounds so bad. I don't think that But it's like, bad. it's like, if you do me wrong, I have no problem cutting you out and never talking to you again. Yeah. So that's kind of messing with me because I have a lack of just trust in so many people. Or mm-hmm. like, or just like, I guess it kind of like devalued all my friendships to the point where I'm just like, if I need, or like in the back of my head, no matter what, like no matter how great a friendship's going or no matter how great, my friend group is in the back of my mind. I'm like, I can just cut any of you out at any second. Like, it yeah. doesn't really matter to me. Yeah. Which is kind of not a great mindset to have. But, but I mean, again, like, it it makes sense. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, it's not like it's just coming out of nowhere or, like, it's malicious on your part. Yeah, it's just you have to protect yourself. It's just, yeah, it's mm-hmm. just exactly, like, just defense mechanisms that you've built up to keep yourself safe. Which, yeah. like, completely makes sense. Did you feel like, in terms of, like, your own identity and stuff, did you feel 
I don't know, like, were there things that you weren't confident about or things that you just, like, struggled with in terms of, like, how you saw yourself and, like, your place in the world, kind of? That's a really good question. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> like, that's why I'm here. Um, not really with myself, I don't think. Just other people. Like, I felt fine with myself because like, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with me. Exactly. And this whole thing, it's my psycho dad. <laughs> Amen. Amen to that. <laughs> but um, I think... Yeah, just not really trusting anyone, like I said before. Also, men mm-hmm. lost all faith in them. Like, all guys are shit. Like, mm-hmm. if I met, if I became friends with a guy and they actually showed somewhat of emotions, I was shocked. Yeah. I was like, you have empathy? Like, I've never seen that one before. Right. Mm-hmm. So do you think that's made it harder for you to have, like, romantic relationships and stuff, too? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't. Oh, God. Like, going forward and stuff, do you feel like like in college or something or like just like beyond Mm -hmm. do you feel like you're gonna try to I don't know form more like romantic relationships or just like connections and stuff or are you kind of afraid that like it's gonna keep the theme of like just dropping people yeah no it's so hard for me every time my friends are always like why don't you ever go for guys like you just never try I'm like okay like the second someone gets close to me I find (laughs) I just had this conversation with my friend like two days ago Mm -hmm. I instantly the second they show feelings I find like a million things wrong with them in 10 seconds yeah I'm like no you're too short like I don't like your personality your laugh is weird just like weird stuff that just like invalidates them for no reason like they're Mm -hmm. great people i just look for reasons to pick them apart and be like this is why i'm never gonna get involved with someone because you're gonna let me down or i find reasons to make it easier to cut them out i guess yeah no i mean yeah that's that definitely like aligns with things Mm -hmm. like i definitely do that too sometimes when i'm but for me at least it's more when i have like issues with myself almost like when i'm struggling with something and i almost feel like i'm like unworthy of like someone else's like love or attention or something like that that's when I kind of pick things mm-hmm. apart or whatever but you know were there any things that like people kind of I don't know like gave you shit for or like things that they did to you that made you feel bad or anything so I feel like everyone has those things in high school where it's like I don't know it can, it can be one incident or just like a general thing where people like not bully you necessarily but like make you feel bad about something or just like I don't know anything like that like aside from what we were just talking like in general yeah things yeah, that people like, make me feel bad for mm-hmm. oh like i said before to you like people skinny shame me so much mm. <laughs> that's one thing like bad what people. does that look like really well it's just like comments like snide comments people make like oh my god like eat some food i'm like oh my god fuck off like yeah <laughs> but just stuff like that and i don't know um that stuff kind of gets to me i mean i don't really let it affect me too much mm-hmm but and like I don't have an eating disorder like I'm fine but that stuff is my biggest like problem with people in high school yeah like people try to knock me down that's what that comes down to I feel like at the end of the day people just need to shut the fuck up about commenting on other people's bodies thank you like literally it's none of your business it's not like relevant to you and your life like my aunt has always always said mind your own garden like it's literally like keep your thoughts to yourself if it's something like that like no one you like what do they think they're helping you oh my god exactly like, what what do you think like is thank coming you out you fed that? me some bread you saved my life yeah like god people obviously like if you can't fix it i love is it five seconds yeah the rule it's like if you can't fix it in five oh, seconds yeah. keep it to yourself or don't say it yeah. You know, like, don't try to change people by commenting on their appearance. Yeah. It's just not going to help. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's it's exactly, like, it applies to things where it's like, oh, if someone, 
um, has something in their teeth or something. Yeah. Then you can tell them because like, I think, I think it might be five minutes, but I'm not sure, but it's like something where, you know, Mm -hmm. they can clean that out. Mm -hmm. But if you tell them like, oh, hey, like you have like acne or something, (laughs) shut the fuck up. You're so ugly. Go fix your acne right now. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh, thanks so much. I'm just going to like get on that. that (laughs) Yeah. Because you're like, really? You didn't think I was fucking aware? Like, are you... Do you think I'm oblivious? Like, oh my God. Like, oh my God, thanks. You just like helped me out so much. Yeah. Didn't realize I'd acne all over my face. Exactly. Do you feel like in terms of like, what's your kind of social scene like? Like, do you feel like you like going out? You like staying in? Like, do you like to party? Like, what's kind of your vibe in general? I definitely love going out with my friends and partying with my friends. Mm -hmm. I never have a bad time. Always have a great time. But getting out for me is hard because mm-hmm. I love my – It's like, it, this also comes from everything spiraling out of control sophomore year. I need my controlled spaces. I need yeah. a plan. Like every day in the morning I'll be like, hey, mom, what time are you off work? What are we going to have for dinner? What do you need me to drive here at this time? I need a specific plan for everything. Mm. And, if, and party scenes, obviously everything is chaos. It's yeah. so fun when I get there and let loose, but getting there – I get so much anxiety. I'm like, I'd rather stay home and watch a movie where I know everything's going to be safe. I know exactly when I'm going to go to bed. I right. know what I'm having for dinner. You know, whereas getting out with my friends, always so fun. But it's just like, God, what is going to happen tonight? Yeah, because <laughs> it's completely unpredictable and mm-hmm. out of your control. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, I definitely do feel like there are times where it's it's so like reassuring to have like a schedule and like defined things that you know what to expect mm-hmm. versus like, yeah, going out is like, it's a coin toss like you yeah. just never know what's gonna but happen but that's like what's exciting exactly. so I need to work I definitely need it going forward that was like for Mr. Crochet he made us make a list of things like oh like what do you want to work on for yourself like one word I definitely want to be more spontaneous because it's so mm. boring doing the same thing every weekend but it's safe so right. I need to step out of that little bubble right no it's definitely like a hard thing to do though mm-hmm. like I was even talking about that with my mom today in terms of just like <laughs> pushing yourself to like go past those things that are yeah. kind of freaky for you but you know also being like kind enough to yourself mm-hmm. and not like putting yourself down for not being able to like do those things as easily you know yeah 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 and do you feel like how do you feel about like drinking and like drugs and stuff like what's kind of your I don't know do you dabble what's your kind of <laughs> do like, I dabble <laughs> what's your kind of like you know like I'm not against any of it. Like, I'll mm. go out and drink with my friends. I don't really do drugs, but I'm not, like, I'm all for having a good time. I'm not, right. like, scared of that because, yeah. I mean, I went through high school. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I definitely don't have a problem with that. That's, like, always fun for me sometimes. Like, if after a stressful day, I'll come home. I feel like I'm 50. I'm like, I need a fucking drink. Like, yep. someone make me a martini right now. <laughs> I could totally see you but, coming Yeah, literally me coming home like, Mom, where's my mojito? Yeah, like, exactly. Snap, snap. <laughs> Are you the bartender now? Yeah, mm-hmm. I can definitely see that. Do you feel like in terms of, I don't know, just like your your school life and like academics and all that stuff, like did you feel confident in those kind of areas or were there things where you were, I don't know, not like insecure about how you were, but at least for me, like there are times where I couldn't even like raise my hand in class because I didn't want to seem dumb or something. Like did you feel comfortable in school or was it kind of I don't know academics were they something you struggled with it's interesting because for some subjects I think it's all about like how you view yourself I love Mm -hmm. those studies like oh if you tell like girls are smarter in this subject they'll actually perform better like I think for me personally it's always how I viewed myself in the subjects like for science I was the dumbest like I was so I got all A's but I always think I'm the dumbest fucking person in science so I would never raise my hand if I knew the answer 
mm-hmm. I would always be so scared to like make other people do the labs for me and turn in their work even if like I knew I was right like I don't trust this like I do not yeah. trust myself in science but other areas like if I because I was raised my dad like raised me on history books and like the men who built America like all that stuff mm-hmm. so I was such a history buff so in history I was I was so confident like even if I've got the answer wrong if the president was like Andrew Jackson I'd be like oh that was Lincoln I'll bet my life on it like <laughs> and I was so confident like I didn't care right but yeah that kind of stuff that's funny how it was different in like different subjects yeah like each subject yeah, yeah 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 so did you like when it came to like you know standardized tests all that fun shit and like applying to schools all that how was kind of that process for you okay that was that was so funny because (laughs) at this point in my life I had the option of like I was presented with either like okay I can go to college take Mm -hmm. the standardized testing or I can I got the super cool opportunity to go model in different places like take a year off all that stuff so in the back of my head (laughs) like during the SAT I was like I could try and my mom like obviously made me take it but I was like fuck this I'm not even going to fucking college (laughs) like (laughs) I would like not even care like bubbling random notes with the SAT like I don't need this I don't need this but like just as like a like oh like if I'm not smart enough like Like a safety net yeah exactly kind of screwed myself but like (laughs) so did you apply to any schools too or did you just were you kind of sure that it was going to be the modeling that's what sucks I spent so much time applying to colleges oh (laughs) literally I'm such a perfectionist I beat myself up over that but yeah I applied to not that many though Mm because in my head I was like if I don't get into my top three which are like impossible not possible but like for me at the time they kind of were then I'm just gonna go and take a year off do do modeling and then try again a year a year later and see what my life looks like because i didn't want to settle that sounds yeah. so pretentious but i'm like no, i no, don't want to settle all. for something i don't want to do that does not sound pretentious at <laughs> all that's like what you should be doing you know what i mean like you shouldn't have to settle for something that like you're not excited about or mm-hmm. that you don't want to be doing that's seriously so sick though that you're going to be like you. modeling and like traveling and stuff i'm very nervous <laughs> but yeah, thank so, you so what is like yeah what does that plan look like for you like going forward so i think it's what it's london first that you're yes, going to is. right yes yes so fucking cool thank you what is it yeah what does it kind of like entail like do you know anything else about just like any jobs that you're gonna have or what it's gonna look like that's another reason <laughs> I need to step out of my comfort zone because mm-hmm. I'm so anxious. I don't really know exactly. I just know I'm going there to work. And then mm-hmm. after lunch, I'm going to Paris and then I fly home. And do like, um, yeah, I don't really know exactly what I'm going to be doing in each city. I just know I'm working there. And that's why I'm so anxious. I'm like, what does housing look like? I need to know exactly where I'm staying. Right. Exactly how much money I'm spending. And that's, I had such a bad anxiety attack today. Cause I'm like, I don't have my plan. I'm freaking out. Like mm-hmm. everyone's going to college. Everyone has their roommate. And I don't even know if this is going to be a hit or miss. Yeah. So I'm hoping it's a the lot. Best. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. Like just having so much like unknown mm-hmm. and just like not, yeah, again, like not feeling unknown that sense sucks. of control. Unknown sucks. Yeah. So bad. It definitely does. It's like such just uncomfortable feeling. Mm-hmm. So, and like when you have an anxiety attack, like what does that look like for you? Like, are there things that you like, start noticing where it's like oh like you're sweating a lot or like what is it you know what does it kind of look like for you when you have an anxiety attack I get super I do start sweating a lot I get super hot I get super nauseous start sweating a lot and then my stomach just feels like a tight little ball like Mm -hmm. I can't move I can't eat like it just feels so everything's like so tight and so shaky and you're stuck in your own like what calmed me down was just talking to my sister just like any other outside opinion but in my head I'm like I'm going to be in so much debt. I'm not going to get an education. I'm going to like flunk out of, not flunk out, but I'm going to like fail at modeling. I'm going to move right. home. Like it's like spiraling in my head. Like I don't have money. I don't know anyone in England. How do you work the Metro there? What even, how do you pay in pounds? Like I don't. <laughs> right. Like all that stuff just starts spiraling. And my sister was like, chill. Like this is a really cool experience. I'm like, okay, you're right. Like everything's better. Right. And it's just like taking everything like one step at a time. Yeah, exactly. And being alone, you just can't yeah. do that. Yeah. 
No, exactly. Because, like, your own brain can, like, fuck you over so hard. Like, when you get lost in it, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's... So, like, what other kind of things, too, are, like, sort of typically, like, trigger, like, anxiety attacks and stuff for you? Like, do you remember any, like, particularly bad ones or things that just kind of sent you into one? Hmm. Well, when I was going through my whole father situation Mm -hmm. it was just everything related to him so that that was like little things that wasn't like life-altering decisions that was just like seeing a white car my phone ringing right teachers coming in with slips to the office that kind of stuff would trigger me so much and i would get anxiety attacks but now more recently i'm lucky it's not that stuff anymore don't get me wrong but now after that it's like everything needs to be in control so like planning out colleges Mm -hmm. that would give me so much anxiety like every night i'd be up like sweating like oh my god if i don't go to Tulane, my life is over early right and so now it's now that I have like one clear path, which is modeling. It's like I should be super grateful. I like know what I'm doing, super fun. But then there's all these like little things that come out of it, like housing, food, yeah. like all this stuff. It just gives me so much anxiety. <laughs> I feel like the thing too is like like at least with me, I I feel like there's this kind of pressure to have to be like grateful for these opportunities and whatnot. And it's like I definitely am. But I feel like it doesn't it doesn't mean that I can't also be like fucking terrified and like have all these like anxious thoughts and all mm-hmm. these things too. But I feel like as a like culture, we kind of make it seem like, you know, like shut up, you have it so good. Like oh, yeah. you should just appreciate it, whatever. And it's like, well, you can have both. Like you can have it where you appreciate it and where you are excited, but you know, you also are fucking terrified. I hate stuff. when people do that to like they compare you know? situations like, oh, yeah. you're doing this, like you shouldn't be anxious. There's kids dying, like fighting in the war. It's like Yeah. Like yes, credit to them, don't get me wrong, but I am entitled to my own emotions too. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like that has no justification to like invalidate you and what you're feeling. Yeah, kids really don't catch a break in this town either. Like if you have mental like that's why I love this podcast. Aww. Because if you get if you have like mental disorders or just like just like stuff going on within your own life that you can't like you don't have an outlet to talk about that's why this is great everyone in Los Gatos is like well you're a rich kid you shouldn't you right. shouldn't have a problem right yeah exactly like how could you have any problems yeah like your life is perfect you live in Los Gatos mm-hmm. well Not no one's quite. taking the time to sit down and talk to me <laughs> yeah, thank exactly. you mind in pieces <laughs> like and you know did you like obviously like you just had so much going on and it's just so much like on your plate and things to have like on your mind did you ever start like going to therapy like do you see a therapist like what has that you know if you have what's mm-hmm. that experience kind of been oh like my god I, I did actually go to therapy it's so funny because um because I was she actually she's amazing she even told me I sat down and I was like I'm so anxious I can't eat I will throw up mm-hmm. or like I am so scared like I even told her I thought I had this thing in my head like if I was going to Lenardi's that day or CVS I'm like I know I'm gonna see my dad today and he would be there I'm like mm-hmm. I can sense when he's gonna be somewhere and she was like no, you can't. And she's like, don't worry. They call me the wizard. I was like, what? Like, what the fuck are you saying to me? And she she actually, like, it was amazing. Like, she, I don't even want to say, I don't even know. It's, like, cured me. Like, I don't mm. get anxious when I see white cars anymore. I just, like, accept things as they come. She was great. She was, love her. She was so good. She worked with, um, this is why I was so impressed with her. She worked with, like, war survivor people, like, who served in Vietnam or whatever, mm. who, like, had shell shock, basically. Yeah. And she would just, like, take that away. Just, like, work with them step by step every day and just be like, how does this make you feel? Yeah. <laughs> like, work her wizard magic and just yeah, take your anxiety away. Yeah, honestly, like, I do not know where I would be without her. She's incredible. Do you still see her and stuff or did you stop seeing her? I don't really have, like, sometimes I'll have, like, like episodes or whatever. My mm-hmm. mom's like, oh, time to go back to her. I'm like, oh, I think I'm okay. Like, I haven't seen her recently. Yeah. But 
it's good to have her in my back pocket exactly. in case I need to be like, oh my gosh, like wizard, I need you. Like come wizard, fix me. Wizard, I need you. <laughs> no, exactly. It's like your little secret weapon because yeah. therapists are great at, you know, talking you through what you're feeling and helping you see what is rational and what's not. Because a lot of times it's just you being irrational, but like you're, you not even being able to tell that you're being irrational. Yeah, exactly. I literally thought I could sense if my dad was going to CVS that day. I right. shit you not. <laughs> right. It's just like maybe you're, you're a dumb the bitch. wizard. Yeah, literally, maybe I'm the wizard. Who knows? <laughs> no, exactly. It's definitely a lot about just like finding out, how, learning how to like tell when your brain is lying to you, mm-hmm. you know? Okay. Also, I just want to talk about the modeling too, because literally <laughs> that's like the sickest thing ever. Thank you. What is like a day in the life of a model look like? Like what is like being on set? I don't know. Just like, I'm so curious about that in general. It's so, oh my gosh. I don't I've, I've like normalized everything so much to me. I'm like, right. oh, like what? Um, it's just exhausting. Yeah. Like people do not get, I'm not asking for pity. Like, don't get me wrong. No, like, that's like, an literally, insanely hard it's job. Like, it's like easy in the sense, like usually like look a certain way. It's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. It really is to like keep in shape and like eat right and all that stuff. But it's exhausting. Like yeah. it's so much fun. I wouldn't have it any other way. It's so fun. But people just like coming up to you and like pulling at your hair and like making you change, making you walk in heels. Like it's just a lot of like, I think it's the physical contact that drains you. Like people in your face, like touching your face all day. Yeah. You know, people just like combing their hair. Like it's, it's fun. It's just draining. Yeah. It's so, and it was it wasn't really, it made me grow up a lot. It really did. Cause I would have to drive to San Francisco by myself and like figure out everything by myself. So I think it was a really good growing up experience Man. too. How did you fun. get into it too? My, oh God, I'm so freaking lucky. So I signed with this one super small agency. I like submitted my pictures when I turned 16. My mom was like, okay, you can do this if you want to. I was mm-hmm. like, why not? So it was a super small agency in Santa Clara and I just did like some stupid photo shoots with them. <laughs> that sounds so mean, but like <laughs> I did some little photo shoots with them. Yeah. And then um, my, fr- I went to a Coro pre-party junior year and my friend's dad was there and he comes up to my mom and he goes, I own this modeling agency in San Francisco. His dad owned it. And he was like, I would like to sign your daughter. And my mom was like, what? Oh my gosh. <laughs> my mom was like, excuse me, come again. <laughs> And then so I met with him and it was like, I got so lucky. The owner, like one of my best friend's dad, dad, like owns the agency. Like what? That's insane. It never happens. That is so cool. But I got super lucky. Yeah. Super grateful for them. Wow. So how like often are you working too? Like how many jobs do you do? I don't know, like a week or a month or something. It used to be, I haven't done anything in so long. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, how am I going to Europe? I haven't worked in like six months. But um, pre-COVID, it was... Probably one job, one, well, yeah, one job every week max. Yeah. Because I would just do weekends because I was in school. Right. Like, there was sometimes so I had happening. to leave. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, about one job a week. Super Man. fun. <laughs> that is so crazy. Do you ever meet like, I don't know, like other models that you've like ever seen before? Like, do you guys have like a little like model community? Like what's oh that? God. What's it like? Like what's the culture like? Everyone is, everyone I've met has been so nice. Like mm-hmm. all the girls I've worked with have been so down to earth. And so incredible. And they're all like, you look at their pages on the website. So like, yeah. you are 25 and you meet them in person. Like, I'm a sophomore. It's like, no, the fuck you're not. Like, you're yeah. a woman. Like, it's, but they've all been so nice. No, dude, I literally, I like stalked your pictures the Stop. other day. <laughs> oh my God. And I was looking at these pictures and I was like, these are insane. <laughs> like, first of all, not only are you like stunning in Thank person, you. first of all, but second of all, like the pictures are just like, amazing like i would just like buy like whatever you were trying to sell literally (laughs) like i get them back so cool dude i'm shocked to get them back i'm like that is not 
look like me i'm like that is a lot of retouch <laughs> i mean like you definitely do look like 25 for sure i get so i i have like the first set of pictures i got back with my mom we were both like in shock we were yeah like, this is not me this is me in my 30s like this is me as a mother like i mean damn do you ever get like i don't know like creepy comments from like dudes and stuff or like anything in like your instagram where people are not actually making weird not any more than the normal seven 18 year old girl i feel Doesn't like i suck that that's fucking Bro, how are we all yeah we're like oh god another sugar daddy dm today yeah. should i do it like <laughs> should i do it <laughs> let me know like i need some money right now <laughs> how desperate am i let's see like yeah but not some of my friends get way more dms than i do i'm pretty lucky about that the old men the sliding fuck? into your dms it's so fucked up it's though. so gross like hey baby want a 500 dollars allowance it's like nope thank nope, you like i'm to me. a minor <laughs> jesus do you think your mom ever worries that like with you in a, you know, industry like modeling that you're like more vulnerable to like, I don't know. I don't want to say predators, but just like weird characters. Yeah. Um, I think she thinks, well, I'm so super lucky because I have an agency that double checks, like background checks every person I That's work with. Dope. So I'm super lucky that they're so protective. So she trusts them. Right. So I don't think she's too worried. I yeah. Think she's okay with that. <laughs> and yeah, I just, I can't even imagine too, just like going to like, london to model like that's insane i'm so nervous i don't know i can't even do san francisco san francisco scares the shit out of me i don't know i've literally called my mom crying i was like mom i can't find parking like they're gonna fire me like i can't pay the parking meter like if i can't do that like how am i gonna do another country like i don't know how anything works there you know i think it's just gonna be one of those things though where it's like you you just kind of have to be thrown into it like there's no like there's nothing you could do to be fully prepared Mm -hmm. like it just kind of is how it's gonna be like I've had to even like think through that kind of with myself in like college and Mm -hmm. just being like there's there's nothing I can do that'll make me 100% prepared yeah so I have to kind of just be able to be okay with like taking this like leap into like this black fucking pit of like what could happen Mm -hmm. but knowing that like I'm capable of adapting and like I will figure it out yeah that's like our biggest fear like Mm -hmm. what is the unknown (laughs) yeah no exactly because it literally is so scary like I don't know what do you do you have any like coping skills or just like things that you do in general that just like kind of calm you down or like I know like talking to your sister is definitely a big Mm -hmm. one but like I don't know do you like read do you go on walks like what are the kind of tools that you use when you are in a situation like that where you're kind of freaked out I don't know. I call my mom, first of all, and I have mm-hmm. her talk me down. I'll call like nine times. I'm like, mom, I don't care if you're on a conference call. Like, <laughs> I'm going to die in San Francisco. <laughs> no, but um, I don't know. I always think of worst case scenario and I kind of, this probably isn't good, but I definitely do get numb. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, have you ever felt that? You're like, oh, like if I get in a car crash right now, it's fine. Like, it sounds yeah. so bad. But no, like, I get that. But like if the worst case scenario were to happen to you, just like kind of, you're like, accept it. Yeah. Definitely need to work on that, <laughs> but I feel that, that is though. what I do. I, do. That too. I definitely do that too. Cause it's like, if you're okay with the worst case scenario and like, yeah, you make yourself numb to it. Then yeah. like, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah, Cause you're, you're like, already prepared for the worst. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What do you kind of see yourself? Like, where do you see yourself in life in like 10 years from now? Like, what do you kind of want for yourself? Do you want to still be modeling? Like what's the dream for you? Oh God, the dream. I definitely want a college degree. I Mm. don't know what that looks like. I don't know if I go back to school, do online school, but I want a degree. I want to have, I probably don't want to be modeling still in 10 years. Probably just like call it six years, call it done, you know? Yeah, a little shorter. Yeah, but um, 
my dream life in 10 years would definitely be working at a big i definitely want to be a businesswoman i can't mm. take shit from other people you know people hell try yeah. to boss me around i'm like no like you're doing it wrong hell yes we love it <laughs> we love independent women exactly <laughs> but i definitely want to go into the modeling industry do online classes learn from it i would love to work in that industry mm-hmm. but on the other side of it like yeah. on the other side of the camera like on the corporation side like maybe like help i was talking to my sister <laughs> about this and I was like, I would love to be like the head of a PR firm and just organize all these events for like Vogue and runway shows and all this stuff. Like, I would love that. I love planning. I love being a businesswoman, negotiating. So yeah, in 10 years, I would love to be on the business side of fashion, I think. That is so <laughs> sick. Thank no, you. No, literally watch. You're going to listen back to this podcast like on 10, years, on <laughs> 10 years from now and you're going to be like, damn, I really did it. Like I predicted it. Like, yes, like manifested that shit. Exactly. <laughs> like you can seriously make that happen though. Like that is such a cool goal and like thank you i can't even imagine that life like definitely you better let me come visit you I, oh wherever my you are. god yes like you can come to my flat in london no, i'm kidding oh my <laughs> god that is so cool though i just can't even like and in terms of like your modeling and stuff too do you want to like i don't know walk like fashion week in paris or something too are there like any or you want to like do a show with like Gigi hadid oh or, my like, god whoever Gigi hadid. i would literally pee my pants i'd be so nervous <laughs> oh my god <laughs> But yeah, I would love to walk Fashion Week. That'd mm-hmm. be a dream. I can't walk. I'm so clumsy. Like, I cannot walk. Like, my friends have seen me walk. But, like, you're a giraffe. Like, you can't do this. You're a giraffe. I'm like, God, oh I need a God. train. Like, let me do this. But um, that would be a dream. Mm-hmm. Shooting with famous people would be amazing. Yeah. Honestly, I don't even need to, like, shoot with famous people. I was telling my sister, I was like, if I go to London, I want to meet cute boys and boy bands. It's like, Hell all yes. I want. Like, that would be a fun life like a, too. Oh my gosh! You can't just really like go wrong. Marry a that. singer. Yeah. Do you and like this is like a little deeper too, but like, mm-hmm. do you ever get you know worried or concerned at all about like your dad like interfering in like your work life or like oh showing God. up at like a gig or something? Yes. Like that is my big. He he did like he showed up at my agency in San Francisco. Wow. And was like, if you need help with my daughter, give me a call. And then they called me. They're like, do you know your dad came? I'm like, I don't talk to him. Oh like, God. don't give him my information. Don't tell him where I'm going. And thank God I'm an adult now. Thank yeah. the Lord. I don't have any legal obligations to him. That would be a shit show, especially because I'm going out of the country, too. Yeah. My mom was like, don't tell him. Like, I'm literally on this podcast. But she was like, don't announce to everyone that you're leaving the country because he's going to try to get in the way. I was like, oh, God, that's going to be. That is and so then another creepy. part of me is like, let him try. I'm just going to live my life. Like, if yeah. he gets in the way, I'll just like, like, F him. Like, I'll just move on. Yeah. I, I don't know. Is it, like, do you have, are there any, like, legal things that are still, like, going on with him? Or, like, is there anything you can do to, like, I don't know, like, protect yourself a little bit? Or, like, can you get a restraining order? Is it something that, like, you guys are looking into or anything? Or, like, what's kind of your stance on, like, involving, you know, the police and the legal system? I Like, we've been through restraining orders in the legal system mm-hmm. so many times. And they're hard to get. Like, they're yeah. harder than people think. Like, you try to file for one, they're like, well, I don't see any physical proof. Like, I didn't see... Oh, my God. Like, and we'll show them evidence. Like, this is why we need one. The police are like, this is not good enough. So that's so hard. And, like, I just don't want to go through that again. Like, we've been through that for three years. I'd rather just avoid it if I can. And if I'm moving, like, out of the country for a couple months, I just... I don't know. Like, if if anything really alarming does happen, I'll get one. But for now, I'm just trying to keep the peace, I guess. Because I know if, like... If I file and he gets that notice, it's just apeshit, like, crazy right. all over again. Like, could make it worse. Yeah, exactly. So I'd rather just try to, like, keep what I have going right now just, like, avoid contact, you Yeah. Know? No, yeah. that's definitely, that's, like, just, like, really freaky. And it sucks, though, that, like, the legal system, like, hasn't really, like, done its job mm-hmm. in terms of, like, keeping you guys safe and, like, m- 
making it so you can feel safe and mm-hmm. not have to fear and stuff. Like, yeah, and I can't even imagine too, like with your sister, like having that interaction with the police. Like, how do you, how do you trust? them as like people that you can like reliably call yeah, on yeah it's like i called you, you to protect me and you're out here telling me i shouldn't be scared because yeah. it's my dad like oh like thank you you just like solved everything and that's, that's the thing too is like so much of like like domestic violence and like abuse and like just even if it's just like harassment that mm-hmm. kind of stuff is within families or people you know so it's like the idea that they would just be like so dismissive of that and be like, well, it's your dad, like be fine with it. Is it's like so frustrating. Yeah. Mind blowing to me. Yeah. My sister's roommate actually, she, she literally came home crying and she's like, I cannot believe she's like, you guys have told me about this, but I've seen it. And she was crying. She's like, I'm so mad for you guys. You guys wow. loved this. She's like, this is just disgusting how the police like are treating you guys like this. Like, I feel wow. like. You, no, it totally, it, it just like makes you just not trust. Like in any, we just go like, oh, hope for the best. Like, hope I don't get like attacked today because the police won't do anything. Are you ever like afraid that he would like physically hurt you? No, not me. Okay. Because I'm like, like I said before, like you're the baby. I'm like the bait. He wouldn't like in his mind. I still, I'm like golden, you know. Yeah. So he wouldn't, and if he like does something to me, I think it sounds so confusing. Like if he were to hurt me, then he thinks I would just call it all off. Like I wouldn't want to talk to him again. So I think in his mind, there's still some hope until he does something like that. Got you. So I think I'm, I'm I'm not like physically scared of him. Yeah. I'm just scared for my family. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this fucking sucks because it's one of those things that it's like there, there's not a lot that like other people can do to like they can be there for you and like support you and stuff. But there's not a lot that like, like me listening to this, I'm like, fuck, I just want to like jump in there and like do whatever I can do to like you know protect you mm-hmm. and keep Aww. you in a place where you feel good and safe and stuff but it's like there's not it's like not that much i can do yeah because yeah. it's like it's one thing with like you know mental health issues or things like that that are kind of more like individualized and like just within yourself mm-hmm. but it's like this is another person who you can't you cannot control. control him yeah 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 it's hard definitely good hard god, man <laughs> i seriously though am like so impressed by you and like in awe so and like sweet. I really do hope though that you recognize like what a badass you are and just like that you deserve like every good thing in the fucking world and that like Stop. no too seriously though like I'm not like anyone who knows me knows I'm fucking brutally honest <laughs> so I'm not gonna lie about this like seriously like I really do hope you know how incredible it is that you're even just like even just here like talking to me about stuff like that and being able to be open about the shit that you've been through because you've been through some mad shit <laughs> Thank like you. being able to do that is so like respectable and just amazing oh thank you it's so nice it means so much of course and i also just think that like issues like this are not talked about often and i feel like people there are definitely people out there who are going through something similar and oh, feel I like bet. they have no one so yeah i just hope someone hears this and like come, like hits me up i don't even probably know who i am by now but <laughs> do you want them to if they can like relate to the experience and stuff well i'm like low-key scared for myself because yeah. <laughs> so i'm gonna keep my name anonymous yeah but like if if like if they if they know, know who i am definitely yeah, yeah then like yes please because like i went through all this alone too yeah like not alone i have my family but still like I'm like, no one else has been through this. You know, right. like, who am I going to, like, no one, I was going through it with my family, but no one, I didn't know anyone who's been on the other side, you know, who right. made it out and was okay. Totally. 
so I don't know like it's just like it's hard to find people to relate to because it's, it's scary to talk about it especially yeah. on a podcast yeah you know you're just like worried the wrong person's gonna hear it and send it you know right and it's just like not ideal yeah but. dude seriously this is to anyone listening if you ever fucking send this to <laughs> anyone that could put her in harm's way I swear to Fuck god you I <laughs> swear to god I will find you and I will come for you yeah we will come right for you we will, like, ru- we will ruin, ruin you uh, I stuttered so much no, <laughs> I was like so scared I was like fine. we will ruin you no you're fine girl Dude, seriously though, I'm so proud of you and like thank you so much for doing this and just sharing your story and being the badass that you are. Thank you for having me. You're the best. Of course, dearie.